This is 50,000 Watt Clear Channel XCRB Radio. This is. Diversity. It's recording. Ah, oh, yeah. Two, two. Hi, Ray. <laughs> One, two. Check. <laughs> What's your go-to mic check sound? I just like traditional two, two, two. And I like saying two at the end of movies. Like, oh, sorry, when a sequel comes out, like, um, speed, two. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know why I thought of speed two as the sequel, <laughs> one of the great sequels. What's speed? That's the movie... Um, how did that? What was the, that? It's about the bus that wouldn't slow down. The bus that wouldn't slow down. Um, Keanu Reeves on a bus with Sandra yeah. Bullock. No, but that's what I was trying to think of. The bus that wouldn't slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Simpsons. Thanks for coming to my garage. Yeah, thanks for having me in your your garage. Pleasure, man. Um, it's daytime. This is great. I'm used to doing this in the dark. <clears throat> it's Art. still pretty gritty though Like mm. I know it's daytime But like we're in a pretty gritty it's, environment Yeah, it's pretty gr- <laughs> It is pretty grimy There's a massive That's a massive coffee stain When I was getting the boys in the car one day and It looks like was, an oil stain you, you sure it's coffee? It yeah, looks- it would be darker if it was oil Okay um, But yeah, it's grimy But Lee was here yesterday And he took a photo of the setup Because he was so impressed <laughs> Which um which warmed me, and now you're bringing it back to the grime. It is pretty grimy. I like it. It's it's comfortable. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, so now we now we just keep making sounds into the mm. microphone. Can you hear ha- that? The oh, there's my bird on. Not key. your bird. No, the, I can hear machinery. Yeah, someone will probably start mowing the grass just over there. Yeah. any moment. <laughs> Even though there's no grass there. There's no That's... grace. Grace. Uh, they'll whip a snip of the concrete. Uh, it's, a, it's a tradition. It's a it's, European tradition. Uh, yeah. Mm. It's very cool that we're doing this because like years back, you're like, oh, we should like do a podcast together. Yeah. That's a really bad impersonation of you. Yeah, thanks. Why uh, did my voice go there? I, I need you to break you that ethnic? down for me. <laughs> why was I dopey? I, um, am I? Duh, <laughs> brother, I want to do a podcast. I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a bit of a... How dare you? Is it my baritone? <laughs> You're yeah, deep. Yeah. You're deep. Um, my depth of tone. Hey, so that's right. You, I, we did say that. How long? I reckon that was a good year and a half. I'm so happy it's come to fruition. More, more. But there wasn't the time. I think I shut it down pretty quick. I was like, great, another white guy doing a podcast. Yeah, you did. You shut it down. You belittled. Well, I felt belittled. But if you know me, my whole philosophy is cut and rather than sprinkle salt, sprinkle sugar. Mm, that's true. So this is the sugar. Yeah. It's like a tough love, your version of that. Yeah. Mm. And then sugar came around. 18 months later. Yeah. Sweet returns. Satin, satin, sweet return. Um, Dude, uh, yeah, but now's the time. It wouldn't have worked then. It wouldn't have worked then. Mm. Um, But yeah, that's true. I never thought of that. Oh, what was I going to say? I think it's interesting that you said that it wouldn't have worked then because I feel like you're at like a whole nother level of dad since then. I think you were like so caught up in all the chaos um, and I think – maybe the silver lining of COVID is that you've had a chance to kind of reflect on your journey and that's why the timing probably feels right as opposed to, I think back then you were just like, mm. I don't even know how to describe it. Oh, well, you're right. It was chaos. You nailed it with chaos. There was a lot going on. Um, the boys were littler, but yeah, there was other stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> Which I clearly don't want to talk Which about. Which I have finished elaborating on now. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I did the same thing though. I was like a white, comfortable white middle-aged uh, male, middle-aged approaching. You're not middle-aged. Male. No, no, that's true. Though I just had a birthday and did my hammy. Let's <laughs> let's air that out. It's on my mind. I need everyone keeps saying, "Oh, you're getting old," and I want to headbutt him. As soon as they say that, I'm like, "Fuck you!" In my mind, and I just want to hurt them. Um, because I don't, you know, I don't want that to be the answer, and it's not the answer. God damn it! Uh, I was careless. I ran up a hill four times. I wasn't warmed up, and I'd already been sprinting, chasing souls. See, there's the justification. I'm not getting old. It's a I, kid's fault. It was just a moment. Yeah, it was a kid's fault, of course. You, you, mentioned, you mentioned headbutting. I know your boys don't mind a, a headbutt here or there. Are you a headbutter? You've got quite a <laughs> noggin on That's you. That's where they learnt it from. You know, you've got to lead by 
example. Um, <clears throat> I do have a noggin, man. I've got a solid noggin. Definitely not a head butter. But I'm sure I could throw one. Actually, oh, me and Quiet butt heads all the time. Um, yeah, literally. Oh, literally. Not, not figuratively. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. The going to bed, like, and it's and turn the lights out. I don't know if this happens to you. But Quiet's a wriggler, you know, and I, I'm often putting him to bed and it's gotten dark. And... Yeah, he'll do a rearrange and I'm lying next to him facing him and then I'll just cop the top of his head in my nose. So it's not like a cosmic thing, it's just literally painful. It's literally painful, yeah, irritating. But I don't think he's ever thrown an intentional headbutt, like a night, like a late 80s, like Dippy Domenico headbutt, <laughs> you know, eye to eye and then just bang. The, um, the martial artists, <laughs> they must know how to do it without harming themselves as much. Um, yeah. Because it just seems so illogical to me. Yeah, totally. I think there's a sweet spot. It's like hitting a soccer ball, I guess, you know, because surely that's got to hurt. I think I headed a soccer ball correctly once in uh, 1997 or eight. <laughs> like I say, you're not middle-aged, but then when you the way you talk about the 90s sometimes, I'm like, so what, were you like 20 in the 90s? I just get so... I actually don't know how old you are. I was so acutely aware of uh, everything in the 90s. I was, cr- <laughs> I was chronicling everything as it happened. Not sure why, but I was playing, we were playing soccer at school and the ball came up, came to my head. I was more of a footy and a basketball player, but um, a lot of um, Greeks, Italians at our school who wanted to play soccer. And yeah, the ball came to my head and I just tried this header and the ball went perfectly sailing into the top corner. No one could believe it. I couldn't believe it. They were like, what (laughs) just happened? And I'll never forget it. And it never happened again. Never. It hasn't. Um, I was just, I know like this is a, fathering podcast but it always seems to be about a million other things um when you're talking about putting the kids to bed um uh i'm, I'm a bit of a like time nazi and i feel comfortable saying nazi because i'm jewish so i'm not like saying it in like a celebratory way like i think the nazis were fucking really awful, mean yeah. like the worst um but anyway i'm quite um scheduled when it comes to putting the boys to bed and i've been putting them to bed pretty much at seven for a very long time consistently but it feels so brutal doing it at the moment with daylight saving oh, yeah. and I'm closing the curtain and the, the bright sun's still shining through and it reminds me of that bit of the Simpsons when I think they had to stay with like the Flanders or something and um, they were getting put to bed at that same time and they opened up the window and just all the kids are like flying kites and like <laughs> playing footy and just having the best time ever so I feel a bit like that. Do you feel like a horrible dad for a moment? I do, but then my my joy of of being able to have my own time and mm. uh, outweighs the guilt. Um, yeah. And they're pooped anyway, so and they like totally. routine. All my boys do. I've got to confess, I'm that kid, I'm that guy who can't relate to Simpsons references because I didn't grow up watching it. <laughs> Shit, so I've done two Simpsons references already and you're probably just... Uh, that's why your eyes look so dead and vacant whenever I mention it i usually smile through simpsons references from everyone because everyone makes them because everyone knows that everyone's seen it but they don't know that i haven't and um yeah i just sort of like yeah yeah yeah, homer marge (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. oh skateboard saxophone (laughs) (laughs) it surprises me because you're obviously renowned for your pop cultural references yeah i i was a seinfeld i was a seinfeld fresh prince of bel-air friends (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I went deep on Friends. Thanks for being honest. Lois and Clark, Terry Hatch in 90s. Oosh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Simpsons was never... And then my brother started watching it all the time as an adult, but I never watched it. Mm. We never watched I it. I promise Any- that will be my last Simpsons reference. Thank you for yeah. putting up another boundary. Yeah, I, thanks, man. Now was the t- <laughs> Now was the time. Um, <laughs> a boundary... <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I just want to go back. To I feel the- stoned, but I'm not stoned because it's like 11 a.m. in the morning and a weekday. And yeah, yeah. I think you make me feel that way sometimes. Oh yeah, I, I'm going to take that as I'm happy about that. Not like moody and irritable. Like you make me feel mm. giddy. Yeah, yeah. And peaceful and, and relaxed and kind of a little bit. Bit weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to go back to the bedtime. Yeah, have they? 
how long does it take them to go to sleep when you put them to bed at seven? Because, you know, the older they get, usually the more they generally push out. Bed so just time. to give context to the people at home, because you haven't introduced me, you haven't given me any kind of oh, context wow. or yeah, anything that's like my that. Thing. People are just yeah. like, who the hell is this nasally Jew? Yeah. Um, can, I, <laughs> can I give you an intro now? Because I like to just start, because I have this fear that if the more I formalise it, the shitter it'll be. <laughs> yeah. This is right. Can I say writer Jack? I, I know you was right. This is writer Sussman, but I'm going to say writer Jack Sussman. That's my Is that name. your middle name? Yeah. Yeah, it's not, there's no like little cute little. No, nah. no, like I made it up. Writer, Writer Jack, Jack sounded cool, so I made <laughs> it up. No, I was always like Writer Jack as a boy, but my full name's Writer Jack Sussman, but just um, professionally, I um, go by Writer Jack. Um, yeah. We won't go into why. Totally. Um, yeah. Bounties. Yeah, this is Writer. Um, what else do I want to say about you? You're, a, you're a, a treasured friend of mine. I've only known you a few years, but. I dig the bond. I feel it very much. And you are a father of two young homo sapien boys. <laughs> that they could be out. the other homo you're going to watch. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, it's, it's I, too know, early. I, was, I was trying to think of homo sapien, humanoid. I don't know, whatever. Fuck, sus boys. Fuck They're it. sus boys. They're sus boys. How old are they? Uh, Wolfie, aka Wolfgang Ezra Sussman, is four. Um, I want to do weeks. I used to love just fucking with people by saying how old they were in weeks. Um, they could give me the same um, expression that you gave when I mentioned The Simpsons, just completely glazed dead eye, friendly nod. Um, and then Zephyr Valentine Sussman yep. is uh, beautiful, two, two. and he is he is a hot toddler. He is really hot. I was going to say tilf, but that's really inappropriate. So this is the place um, for that. Okay, sweet. Yeah, no rules, no boundaries. Yeah, yeah, just since except when we don't <laughs> want to talk about particular things <laughs> randomly. Tilf. <laughs> let's let's, let's leave, leave that. that. Let's, let's leave it out there. Um, no, he is gorgeous. So you got gorgeous boys, man. And how many weeks old is, is Wolfie? <laughs> Well, that's 52 times four. Shit. Um, come on, Jewish private school education. Don't fail me now. Um, that <laughs> I may is, have supplied is, your books, man. If he was exactly four, he would be 208 weeks old. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, how, how, imagine at the playground. <laughs> how old's your little, how old's your boy? 208 weeks. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get why they do the whole months thing. They're like, every month is different and the development is just so different. It's just stupid mm. to round it up. But mm, I'm, I'm a simple, sure. logical guy and I'll round it up. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think as you, they approach two, once they're two, you just, yeah. they're two. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Um, oh, yeah, so you were introducing me. Yeah, I was introducing you. Uh, is there anything else? What, how, would you like to say anything else about yourself to set the tone? Um, yeah, I'm a dad of two boys. I have an incredible partner, um, Sivan, who's just, yeah, you're talking about humans before. She's the best human I know. Um, when I'm not dad harding, um, I work in men's mental health. So I run workshops all across Australia, helping men have a bit more flexibility with the male stereotype um, and yeah, foster environments where guys can go beyond the banter just to prepare them better for life's challenges. Totally. Um, so it's cool working in that space and then trying to raise my own boys um, with the knowledge that I have. Hopefully I don't do a terrible job, but I'm certainly not a perfect father. And um, I think it, I think about every day how I can be better because as we all know, um, it can bring out not your best side. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm constantly on this like journey of redemption of going like, how can I be less angry dad and less irritable and mm. all that stuff. So I learn a lot from you because, um, yeah, you're one of the most patient people, one of the most patient people and fathers that I know. So it's mm. cool being here with you talking shit and talking dadding. That's flattering, man. Um, I think when you said that you're always thinking of ways you can be better, that just in it, just in itself, that mentality already makes you an awesome dad because you're conscious of it and you just you're trying. Um, thanks for yeah, thanks for sharing that too. Um, I actually had a really emotional 15 minutes yesterday. Bawled my eyes out. I got a letter and um, from a close friend, and it had it shared something loving Soul had said about me in my absence. That is something, is a kind of thing that you don't hear. He said, oh, dad plays with, the, with us all the time. 
And uh, it just broke me down. I was a bit tired and emotional as it was, but it just made me, it was an acknowledgement uh, of that made me realize like how hard I'm trying, you know, um, that I'm not always aware of, but how hard I'm trying to be just the best mm. parent that I can be so much, you know, just so my boys are just as frigging comfortable and happy as they can mm. be growing up. And it, and it's crazy that all, all these memories are so ingrained in them. So throughout their life, this time can never be taken away. There was like, yeah, we were with dad. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, which is crazy and so good. And then that will affect the way that they parent if they choose to do it one day. And mm. yeah, it's, 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 it's a pretty wild thing that you're doing. It's crazy to think, man, that all these thousands and thousands of individual interactions and events and occasions, one, two, three, maybe remembered specifically, but they basically, you're just throwing ingredients in this massive cauldron <laughs> and it just yeah it just becomes the, them you know that what i'm trying to say is that you're you're doing this macro job full of all these micros that don't yeah it's like you're painting and each stroke all these strokes don't uh aren't witnessed or aren't seen but they're felt once you see the full painting, mm. then you then then you just you get hit with this painting in a way. Mm. But all the, all the, the strokes kind of go on. No, oh. that's abstract. No, no, yeah. no. I'm a very, my brain. I'm just I'm a very visual person, so yeah. I like that you've given me the metaphor. This second coffee's getting me. Yeah, you're at another <laughs> level. No, I, I'm just still like caught up in the '90s nostalgia. Like, who the fuck's writing you a letter? I'm so um, jealous that someone. Did you say someone wrote you a yeah, letter? Yeah, Jordan. Jordan wrote me a letter. Oh, that's he so had, nice. Yeah, he had like with blo- a post, like we not an email, handwritten, blue ink. Pen. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was beautiful. That's so nice. Really nice. Um, yeah, it was just like a birthday acknowledgement and, um, yeah, just sharing a few things about Wait, so, boys sorry. Stuff. Yeah. He didn't just give you the envelope. He put it in the post box and it got... Mm. He actually dropped it off inside and because and, I knew he was coming to pick up some shorts for choir and then I came out to the kitchen I saw this letter that had <laughs> Will written on it in this envelope and... I was like, oh, who the hell is this? And even as I, <laughs> as I opened it, I was like, is this Molina? Um, and as I started reading it, yeah. But yeah, handwritten letter. It was, a be- yeah, such a treat. Such a I, treat I, I love that like you're pouring your heart out and I'm just getting caught up in the logistics. I'm like, people still use the post. That's good. That makes me feel <laughs> no, safe. No, but that's part of it. Uh, <laughs> COVID safe. Letterbox. Uh, <laughs> Not COVID safe, just yeah, no, safe. No, no, just, no. Yeah. This is my word association. I can't help it sometimes. Someone will just say a word and it's got absolutely fucking nothing to do with the conversation. I'll just go there, you know. Um, but let's go back to where we were. Um, mm, bedtime. Mm, 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 you mm. wanted to talk about bedtime. Yeah, I did, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I can relate to closing the blinds on, on the sunlight. Sometimes you just you just have to do that. It's for, the be- it's for everyone's betterment um, to put them to bed when the sun is still shining. We had to blue tack the blind down in Quark's room because the light was getting in and he was just too aware of it. But seven, that's great. You give yourself an evening then. As yeah. a, as you, so with Tomorrow Man, Tomorrow Man, as we like <laughs> to. The, the proper pronunciation, Tomorrow Man. Um, the Webster's Dictionary pronunciation. Oh, and you know all the, like, the hip-hop that I love, like Method Man and um, Redmond and, yeah. Anyway, yeah, what about, what are you saying? Um, Methodman Saying with the Tomorrowman Yeah, Tomorrowman Oh yeah, just to get back to that And and so, yeah, so you work at Tomorrowman Is it four days a week, yeah. generally? Yeah But it's a, they're a hefty four days Because um, yeah. the work itself is quite emotionally um, draining yeah. um, But rewarding, but just, yeah, mm. it takes a lot out I don't think, I don't think I'd be as good as, at what I do If mm. I was doing five days Yeah, for sure Yeah, that definitely, heavy work Um between that and being dad when you're not at work, do you need like having those sort of two to three hours after the boys go to bed? Is that really necessary for you to reset and get some rider time so that you can be the best tomorrow man and dadder? The boys, I don't know if this is right or wrong to say this, but they literally are so good for my mental health. No, that's beautiful. So I'll be hearing guys talk about... Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Beep, beep, beep. Um... Oh god! Are there, are you, uh, uh, snippering the concrete. Is that coming but through? It'll come through a bit. Oh, that's going to come through a lot. 
Maybe I'll just pop the garage down and see how we go. I'm gonna like the darkness. Welcome to the dark. Dark adversity. Oh, that would have peaked the sound. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is good. I like this. I'm into it. Nah. No lamp? Oh, yeah, I should be able to try to read your body language. Yeah, lamp's, yeah, lamp is good. Um, I like lamp. All right, so a lot of the time when I'm working with men um, or teenage boys, um, they've, yeah, been let down by dad or he's not around and mum's an absolute powerhouse. Um, so when I'm hearing a lot of these stories, nothing is better than finishing work and just being able to just engage with my boys yeah. um, and be in the moment. Um, mm. You've mentioned it before mm. of just how time kind of stops when you're in play. Um, so that's just so good for my mental health. So I'll finish work at four um, due to COVID working at home. Yeah. Um, don't have to do any of that bullshit commute, just close my office door and just go straight into play with the boys um, and yeah, prep dinner and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just, it's the best. It's beautiful. Me. And they love it as well, obviously. Of course, yeah, because mm. dad has been at work all day. Mm. Yeah, that's really cool, man. And, and that reminds me uh, of often that I probably have a bit of a unique situation in that regard with my boys. And I guess sometimes just because of the sheer volume of time that I spend with them, that um I yeah it's like sometimes I, I wish I was fresher when I was with them like I was coming from having not been with them mm. more often so that yeah I'm just fresher and yeah having not worked you know like I've been with the boys like so much this year just non-stop and I think the challenge for me is yeah being staying present and being a, a rad dad you know, during those days where there's, where there's days where there's hardly any let up from it. Oh, you're a rad dad. People, people talk about what a rad dad you are. Oh, thanks, but, but for instance, like Quaz not with you for a few hours today, mm. I feel like when you see him, because yeah. you've had that gap, you're yeah. going to be like... It's so true. God yeah. level dad or whatever. <laughs> whatever you believe in. Yeah, no, it's true, man. The breaks are, yeah, are so necessary for everyone. But yeah, I've definitely appreciated it the more that it's gone on the further along and the more they've grown and you just start seeing them just evolving into these beings. I, yeah. I, I wanted to say to you before, um, so I have to be quite careful with my parenting because I've, I could quite easily turn into like Demir Dokic, like psycho coach dad. So I've quite consciously gone, I just can't parent that way. Cause mm. I'm just, I'm, I'm very competitive and I'm, I'm, I've got this like inner coach within me and I love like motivating people. And I'm like that at footy mm. and I'm very vocal. Yeah. Um, and I think that balance restored itself by getting two boys who just aren't that athletic or coordinated. <laughs> like the little one's a lot more kind of headstrong and wolfy. The older one like takes, um, is quite cautious and careful and um, the young one's a bit more of a risk taker. But they're, they're, they're just not into the stuff that I'm into, like footy and NBA and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I watch your boys sometimes who are just like, giftedly athletic and coordinated like Quark and like has handles in basketball and can like shoot a jump shot and souls like this yo-yo master and like they're doing all this gnarly stuff and it's so funny just sometimes watching you from afar and just looking at the boys going oh if I could sink my uh, my teeth into them that's sorry that sounded really wrong not sink my I don't want to eat your children um, but if I could coach your children um, they, they wouldn't be happy Happy, but they'd be successful. Um, That's what's most important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's funny, kind of watching you, who's who's like a bit more gentle and soft and more sensitive than me, even though I'm very sensitive. And it's kind of like, oh, you do such a beautiful job with my boys. Um, uh, just <laughs> to kind of, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but but it's forced me to have to completely change a lot of my instincts and that kind of stuff because yeah. um, I would never want to make my children do anything they wouldn't want to do. Sure. And it's been a very very cool process for me just the playing with them and playing the way that they want to play and yeah, yeah. as a result of that Wolfie is compromising with me more because he can see that I'm doing like kind of the adventure um, creative games that he wants to do which I love too but he's kind of like okay dada should we do some sport training and I'm like mm. and I, I try to contain my excitement I'm like <laughs> Yeah, that would be good, Wolfie. <laughs> that'd, that'd be nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, thanks. So, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's amazing how physical your kids are. That's Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Um, 
Oh, they're so physical. I mean, Qua, Qua's first understanding of a TV was that it showed NBA. <laughs> so for his first few years, if there was a TV, he was like, basketball? Is we going to watch basketball? Because, yeah, I got... Uh, when I went into... When I quit my part-time job, when Qua was one and a bit, um, I had it for the majority of the days and yeah, the NBA season was on. I had league pass and it was just boom. He was too little to you know, do anything. So we just watched basketball. Do you reckon yeah. that's why he's got handles? Uh, I think that's part of his interest in it. But I don't know. They've both just been super physically coordinated from the get-go. You know, mm. just like pretty young walkers and on scooters and soul kicked a footy for the first time at 18 months, like dropped the ball. At, like oh. dropped it onto his boot and kicked it. <clears throat> yeah, which blew me away. That felt pretty little. I'm trying to like, I've been trying to teach Wolfie how to kick a drop punt and mm. um, he's like, he can't do it, but um, he's been doing it with his knee. And it was such a good moment yesterday where he's like, let's play knee ball. And every part of me was like, <laughs> no, I want to fucking teach you how to kick a fucking drop punt. Probably. It's not knee ball. But I didn't, I, I internalized all that. And then I was like, yeah, sweet. Let's play knee ball. Like you were enjoying knee ball. We yeah. can play knee ball. And it was nice. It was good that we did it. Um, <laughs> when you talked about um, watching league pass with Qua, Wolfie loves watching basketball with me because he knows how much I love it. But the only reason why he watches it is um, for the ads. He's like, yes, ads. Um, and then when depending on what platform I'm watching, when there yeah. is no ads, you can yeah. just see his whole world falling apart where he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no ads he's got this weird english accent so when i impersonate him he's got this it's like this what he's beautiful but he's like white white skin like yeah. blonde hair and um he'll be a funny goth if he decides to be yeah. um when he's a teenager but he's got this amazing english accent where does he get the english accent from i don't know, I know. I is do. it from a is it um uh, what is that a what show? are the little pigs the nah. little pig show no nah. because you know all the shows he watches isn't favoring an accent like, yeah okay um what is that pig show? Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig, thank you. Yeah. Um, come and let some of that Demir Dokic out on my boys, man. Balance <laughs> it out. Seriously. Like if you, you know, you're raging, you're raging some Dokic inside, just come and, yeah, give him the other side of it. Because, you know. It's I not de- like, like it wouldn't be abusive. It's, it's more just like encouraging. Yeah, fired up encouragement. Yeah, yeah. No, it just reminded me that having, a, having another adult male that's not dad show them something so cool like it's it's brand new um i had a mate come over during the first was it i think it was in june when we had a little respite from lockdown to show him how to kick a soccer ball properly and he was first thing in the morning put his soccer boots on the next morning and went out practicing how to kick it but um that's how tribes operate like yeah people are raising the boys together and totally um yeah if your boys ever want to know how to like build a meth lab or Mm. um build a bong or anything like that like yeah call me that's fine (laughs) that's fine i'll help you with that um it'll be competitive don't do drugs and yeah meth is brutal apparently it's the most addictive drug so just for anyone who's listening going oh they've been condoning meth maybe i might have a little dabble apparently it's like super hectic to get apparently it's super hectic i've never done it have you ever done it Uh, i have done it is that we can edit that out if you don't want to talk about it um i've like Mm. uh, i'm not condoning drugs by any means but in my in my 20s i definitely Mm. like took heaps of risks and tried heaps of stuff out and yeah um, I don't think I did it for long enough on a bender to like be able to get the full like yeah, right. super strength psycho psychosis kind of <laughs> stuff. But uh, the little dabble, yeah, that that I had, um, I, I was I, I have to be careful with that shit because I've got an addictive personality. So Fair. I think I tried it once and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated by it. I'm so cautious. I was the most cautious ever adolescent and young male with that kind of stuff. Um, I was just scared. But I had a mate who tried it once and once only. But yeah, he, he said he was ridiculously drunk and then some guy offered it to him, a friend. And then he reckons his whole being just little like, it was like a movie, the blur just came into focus and he had the best night of his life for mm. 12 hours, felt like Superman and then never did it again. Yeah, yeah. Never, and that's probably smart. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But he's quite, he was quite the party boy at that time. I'm, I'm glad that he was able to just do it once and not get hooked on it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, especially in my 20s, I just wanted to tick shit off the list and just like 
try as many totally. things as possible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I tried that, but I definitely wouldn't hate to ever think anyone Because I look a bit crazy. So even mm. when I'm running a workshop, I've got long hair and, mm. like, I look a bit all over the shop and that's mm. just kind of how my brain works. So um, I would hate for anyone to think that I that I kind of condone drug use because everyone mm. has a different relationship with it and mm. I've got heaps of mates um, in AA or NA and stuff. So... Um, yeah, everyone has a different relationship with that mm. kind of stuff. Speaking of your look, uh, today you are rocking kind of a early 90s, like you might be going to watch a tennis match. There's a little bit of uh, Balthazar Brat as Who well. Who the hell is that? <laughs> Don't give me... This is like you, me giving you a Simpsons reference. He sounds amazing. But he is crazy. amazing and I thought you might know it because he's, um, he's the villain in Despicable 3. Despicable Me 3. I'm only up to two because Netflix hasn't put out three. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's right. And How did Stan- you watch it? Uh, I paid for it, downloaded and paid money for it. Yeah. Mm. Three bucks. Mm. I should stop being such a tight ass. I legally though. downloaded it. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, no. Thanks for your you honesty. Do, you do drugs, I illegal download. <laughs> yeah. All our deepest, darkest secrets are coming out. Um, okay, that sounds um, good because I need to see Transylvania 3 as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we watched a cool one as well called Onward last night. It's- the Two Brothers? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Really good. Chris Pratt, like he's one of those American oh. white guys who just, yeah, maybe it's, it's some sort it's of... that dude with the slicked back, had that 90s no. high school movie? Okay. Oh, yeah, no. That's... Um, <laughs> oh, from... You know who I'm talking about? From yeah, is that he from American Pie? That yeah, guy? yeah. I think he was a Chris as well. Yeah, anyway, maybe Chris is a shit name. Chris is boring. No offense to all the Chris. No, I love you, Chris. It's Chris with a K and no H. Chris Christopherson. Um, names are funny. <laughs> Um, names are getting wilder and wilder. Wolfie finds it funny that my that I go we call um, his grandfather Tock. Um, for that old, you might have to beat me out, that old. Um, my, my dad came up with it. Um, but, but we, the PC way of explaining is that old codger. Anyway. Your dad? Um, yeah, my dad. He came up with it, so he's talk. Um, but we've been calling him Big Bock at the moment. Um, anyway, um, I, I go to Wolfie and I go, Wolfie, Tock's brother's name is Philip. Um, and and Wolfie thinks it's the funniest shit ever. Philip, and Philip, like it's Philip, <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah, like yeah, Philip. Yeah. Uh, I don't even. Anyway, yeah. great story, writer. Um, <laughs> we'll leave that in for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Will, just make sure you don't edit the Philip bit. <laughs> Where's my Philip story? <laughs> Was your dad a Demir Dokic? Is that why you? No, my dad was like pretty fucking. I was going to say perfect. He definitely wasn't perfect, but very loving. Um, he travelled yeah, a lot. He's got that vibe. He's got a beautiful, loving energy. Yeah, like open. He travelled a lot in the nineties um, when you were. I remember. <laughs> yeah, um, I heard about it. So he was away. He was away a lot, and that used to like affect me a lot because I, I would I'd wake up every night at midnight when he was away and I'd have all my toy weapons and I'd grab them all on me. I must have been like eight and I would patrol the house for about half an hour just making sure everything was okay. That's so Check cool. on my mum's room, turn her TV off and then go to bed. Um, and that's why I still to this day I'm the shittest sleeper ever. I always wake up around that time. Um, that's freaking adorable. Anyway, so dad, dad was away but when he was back he was very present and um, affectionate and heaps of spent heaps of time and stuff um, and it's been wild seeing his transit seeing him become a grandfather from being my dad to a grandfather and just getting a lot of memories and going oh like because you forget all that stuff mm. um, but because my boys are so little it gives me an insight into maybe what he was like when yeah, I was that age yeah. which is cool very cool that just made me think I don't know if this ever happens to you but do you have little moments where the boys do something and it takes you right back to you as a child doing that thing, but you'd never thought of it since it happened? So it's like they bring to life this deep hidden memory of a moment that you just... Like Wolfie 
tried to put his dick in the um, the plug hole um, from the bath. Exactly. Um, and then, but in a few <laughs> days before that, I was about to put my dick in a vacuum cleaner as it was on, and I stopped myself just in time before causing real damage. Hang on, as like, an, as do you mean adult? like that? Yeah. As yeah, an adult. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah exactly. That kind of. <laughs> um, no, but um, no, but that sounds amazing. <laughs> I don't think I've had flashbacks like that. Sorry, I, just, I don't know why the babe was vacuuming and I was like I'm so glad I don't have PCPG rider today in the garage yeah it's a, okay yeah so hang on let's finish that off Sivan was vacuuming your your and I was like and I was just feeling a bit giddy and cheeky and I was like I wonder if I should put my mm. dick in it and you tried it, like I pulled out just before I could tell that I was going to cause real damage. Like the sound effect was I thought perfect. you were going to say you pulled out just before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's um, a boy. Yeah. Um, anyway, it could have been really bad, but we had some laughs. I love having laughs with, with Sivan. Um, she's one of my favourite people to laugh with. Sivan's um, beautiful. Anyway, I but Wolfie Sivan. did... I think Wolfie did want to put his did put his dick in. Yeah, the, so the boys saw that in the no, they didn't see. Okay, that. cool, no, cool, no, cool. No. Yeah, why not? Why didn't you expose them to that? Um, I don't know where they were. They just I don't think yeah they weren't at, they weren't at home, um, yeah. or they were somewhere else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well I don't want them to do that. Like I don't. Yeah, that's an embarrassing hospital visit. Any disgusting um, thing you've ever thought of, like no matter how twisted and dark, has happened at a hospital. Like someone has yeah, come. Yeah, for um, sure. Anyway, but but wait. So wow. no, but let's go back to. I completely just filthed up what you were talking about. Good. You were saying that. Um, do you ever see your kids do stuff and then it instantly kind of flashes you back to moments of nostalgia? Yeah. Um, no, but you've had that. Tell me. I've tell had me about that a bunch that. of times. I should write them down because now I can't think of them. Mm. It's not. It's not big events, but it's just little. Yeah, little experience little moments um hmm oh actually i think i mentioned the other week like this isn't the best example but choir turning his pillow over because the other side was cold that's yeah, i remember nice doing one. that as a kid like mm. because oh i want the fresh cold pillow because i'm a little bit warm warmer than i want to be so i turn my pillow over but wouldn't that also be relevant to you but like i'm sure you still do that to this day no, i forgot to do it okay mm. well this feels like an appropriate time for me to grab my uh, questions. Oh, you've got you've actually prepared for this. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh. I wanted to. Yeah, honor. Yeah, good. Honor the process. Yeah, sick. Um, I was not expecting that. Great. Can you tell me about one time that comes to mind where you really mess things up as a dad? Like the ones that come to mind, I've got a, a story I'll share, but um, the ones that come to mind is just, yeah, whenever I lose my shit at them and get like mm. angry about something that I shouldn't be angry about, yeah. that's the stuff that like that I mentioned about earlier that really weighs on me and just going like they're just kids, like yeah. just like change your expectations and, and like, yeah, they're such beautiful boys and just like chill the hell out. Is that so, usually, sorry to interrupt, is that usually when you're tired, a bit run down, uh, got a lot on your mind? Yeah, I don't know. It could be like compassion fatigue. I, I just, I think, yeah, maybe it's, it's, mm. it's, it's the times where I'm being selfish and I'm like, you need to, I need to take you to daycare because I have a stressful day today. Yeah. I need to take you to daycare and then I need to get my shit together to do this job. Yeah. Um, so it's probably, yeah, those times where it's like they don't want to go to daycare and they don't want to be rushed and they yeah. don't want to like, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's those times where I'm just like, I feel so guilty about that. Yeah, I feel that too. The Angry guilt that dad. comes in. Yeah, because oh. you, know, you know you don't want to do it, but you, you get so caught up and frustrated. And and, and you promise yourself, I promise myself, I say, I, I say I'm not going to do that um, yeah. or the next day I'll wake up and I'll go, um, th- today is my redemption day and I'm good mm. for most of the day and then maybe a few days later it will creep up again. Yeah. Um, and it's... Yeah, it's it's like it's a learning thing. Like we're, I'm still young and I'm still learning how to do all this stuff. But For sure, that's and the stuff that I, I'm most disappointed in myself about. Yeah, I can relate to that. I've dropped a few f bombs and stuff around the boys, and Sol hates it now. Like he knows that that word is that. That's when like I think he equates that to dad not being happy. Mm. <laughs> he's like that's bad. So he's super sensitive to it. But um, you know, I think it comes down to like we're operating on this clock that they have they don't give a shit about 
so mm. we're confined to these, you know, the yeah. rush, and they, they don't, it doesn't. It's not a concept to them. So the it's other a, it's stuff, a real clashing. The other stuff that comes to mind is just my partner. She's so good at going. I don't want to ever like argue with you, like like heated arguments in front of the kids. And I grew up with that. Like I grew up with my parents mm. just like having the most intense fights, but then always making up and stuff. So that's just kind of how I was conditioned, which has left me with with a few flaws. But it's the times where like I lose my shit, um, not at them. But but in yeah. front of them that that I find a big fail. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's so cool chatting to them about it. Like Wolfie, especially Zeph's only just starting to talk now, has just got such a sophisticated um, um, emotional um, EQ. Is it IQ? EQ? Uh, emotional intelligence, intelligent AI, yeah. whatever the hell. E- the, the yeah. yeah. Something I should know what that means with my work. But um, EQ. I think it's EQ. E- yeah. Whenever yeah. whenever I whenever I lose my shit, I always like once I calm down, I have a really cool chat with Wolfie just about how I was feeling and that it's not okay what I did. And he's, um, yeah, he's so smart. And anytime I'm a little bit heated, he'll, he'll, he'll test me and he'll go, are you, oh, you're being angry dad again, aren't mm-hmm. you? You said you wouldn't be angry dad. And that mm-hmm. breaks my heart. But yeah. Yeah. Um, let's, let's go to like the, an actual fail. Um, when he was like one and a half, he was playing in our dining room, playing in between chairs. And we we're speaking about big noggins. He's got a big melon. I've got a big head as well um he got his head stuck in a chair like in this gap here oh yep yep in between the back and the the butt yeah. of the chair yeah yeah you can you can give the visual to it and he, he couldn't get his head out and at the start it was hilarious Sivan and i were just like oh this is so funny what a great memory <laughs> i was like whoa he's actually sore and he can't get his head out yeah and it was before my shed was what it stereotypically is now um, with just more things. I didn't have a saw um, mm. back then. So I was like, shit, what am I going to do? How am I going to cut through it? It was old oak, this vintage chair. Wow. So I, I was like, okay, think fast, think fast. I was like, bread knife. And I'm going like full dad Whoa. hard trying to like cut through it, cut through it. And he's getting more and more upset and it's just not getting there. It's taking too long. It was on a Sunday and Siv ended up calling emergency services. And just as I kind of cut through the first bit of wood it was a quiet day for emergency services because two fire trucks showed up an ambulance and a police car and we let him in wolfie's kind of like yeah he's, he's calmed down a little bit by that point and basically all they did was they put the chair over his shoulders because it was i was trying to get it past his head yeah um, and they just slid it down hang on how did they slide it around his shoulders well i was trying to do this yeah um like they swiveled it they kind of just managed to get it. They went the opposite way to what I was going. Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, okay. it ended up being quite simple, but I yeah. think it's because I loosened it with my bread, with my carving you, yeah. of the chair. Whether that's true or not, you're going to have to <laughs> run with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Own it, own it. And then um, the worst part of that story was um, Wolfie loved firemen and stuff, but fire people, should we say? <laughs> yes. 2020, come on, mate. Come on, man. Um, and, um, but he was so kind of a bit shocked after the situation that he couldn't fully get excited about these two fire trucks being mm. here. Um, and the fireman, he was an actual man, I'm not just generalising, um, gave went to give Wolfie a high five. And Wolfie left him hanging Ooh. and that kind of broke my heart a bit. Mm. Um, so I, I didn't leave the fireman hanging. I gave him a high five. Um, but yeah, leaving someone hanging is probably the cruelest thing you can do to another human being. Oh gosh, it's a shattering, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he must have been hysterical though. He was very, he handled it. He handled himself very well. That's like, cool. yeah, he was at the start, it was funny, but we tell him the story so much that he kind of shares the story now, too. Mm. Did but you yeah, try, you try, obviously tried to wiggle it off first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah, tried yeah. everything. Yeah, of course. I just can't, yeah, wow. You must have loosened it. You must have loosened it with a bread knife. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, let's flip that to the, <laughs> let's flip to the other side and tell me about a time where you were the hero. And really nailed a dad moment. Well, th- yeah, that was a bit. Of. I found that story kind of both. That like, was a I bit was of both. Pretty heroic. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah. So what was the doubt? Da- was it that you let? I don't know. Just really that we had to have up. emergency. Cool story. Yeah. Just that emergency services had to come. Like it's extreme. It was yeah. Just like, sure. And that many of four vehicles. I was like, am I? Yeah. Am I meth dad? Like, am yeah, I? Yeah. Am I? <laughs> All roads lead back to meth. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, Ryder, can we just stop talking about meth? Yeah, what sure. were you wearing that day? 
Did you have oh, a, dude, did you have I, a always, look? I always look like... She was like, why do you always have to dress like you're really poor? Uh, <laughs> maybe edit that bit out. I reckon you dress uh, like you don't give a shit what anyone thinks. Yeah, I dress and you just like to I, be rocking, and yeah. I, I, I admire that. I dress how I'm, how, how I'm empowered. But dad hero story, times that I've been proud. I, I've spoken to you about this, but just um, I think just how transparent and honest I am with them. So all the gender stuff at the moment, and Wolfie mm. not necessarily fitting into the male stereotype, and just trying to celebrate like being into whatever you want to be into, and if you're called a girl. There's nothing wrong with that and that yeah. kind of stuff because um, I think that's so important. Um, and just the conversation that I had with him, I was really proud of of him saying the kids wouldn't. He said, "Dad, are the, the I wanted to be Wonder Woman," and the boy said, "I couldn't play with him because because Wonder Woman's a girl and I'm a boy." And he was just super confused and a bit upset. And me just having a, quite a complicated conversation with him as simple as possible, just going, "Look, dude, some people, a lot of people believe in these rules that actually aren't true. Mm. Um, some of the rules are the boys can't." like pink how silly is that um another rule is the boys can't cry i cry you cry of course boys can cry and it was just so nice just and 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 whatever that chat might not stick with him like as you know having an older kid as soon as you're out there in the real world um it's on for it's on and however all the other kids have been conditioned which most likely is within to fit into a box or a stereotype he'll get shamed and picked on for his sensitivity and all that kind of stuff but hopefully i'll do as good of a job to um, allow him to be confident in his authenticity that he yeah always stays true to himself Mm. and his values yeah 100 percent. i'm sure you will um that was a beautiful moment i'm glad you told that story because um yeah, I remember reading about it when you shared it in the dad group on Facebook and uh, it was heartbreaking. But I love how you broke it down to him, how you just, you know, cons- not consoled, but yeah, just how you put it to him. That I you think, don't have to be. Yeah. This, yeah, I get triggered a bit by that stuff. Like I, I get, because I think, because I have to be so patient with it and work and help guys unpack the stereotype mm. and it's mm. ingrained in them from before or the moment that they're born. Yeah. Um, so I think when I see it happen to someone who's so young and four and I don't want him to ever have to worry about that kind of stuff until yeah. he's much older, I get quite fired up. For sure. Yeah, it's crazy how early that stuff starts. <clears throat> yeah, good gender reveal video. Like I think gender reveals are the biggest crock of shit but um the best one i've ever seen was a woman she farted dust out and the the dust was the color of her kid um, wow which yeah says a lot that's a hell of a gender reveal <laughs> what about lockdown what a dickhead how good is it that we're getting <laughs> my god things are opening up again okay. yeah like I, I liked lockdown for me was okay. Yeah. Like as in I, it was probably pretty good for me because I was just traveling too much. So mm-hmm. to be able to work from home was amazing and get uh, to spend quality time. And and Sivan and I have just become such a better team since then. Yeah. And I just went through this big like creative sabbatical where I'd stopped prioritizing making things, mm-hmm. um, which is such a big part of who I was before I was a dad. And just mm-hmm. lockdown just forced me into being really productive so I'm glad it's over. Mm. Uh, well, not over. Sorry, I'm glad it's at the early stages of changing. But yeah. um, I always felt a bit guilty that yeah, people, I was in a very privileged position to be able to not lose work and be with my family and stuff and support from my parents. But I like that you're much happier that it's over. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know uh, it's not over. Yeah, no, it's not over. You know, to, to be totally honest, it doesn't make that huge of a difference for me. I just like that we're able to kind of go more places. And once the ring of steel gets lifted, then I'll be way happier too. And are you going to get booked? Have you started being able to get booked for gigs? Nah, the last booking inquiries I had was sort of mid In the late year. 90s. <laughs> the late 90s. Uh, um, yeah, I've, uh, I've given up. I've let go of any hope. Uh, <laughs> just to protect myself. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. You know, I'm just not thinking about it because, uh, you know, things got delayed and delayed and like, oh, are you available for this date instead? And then people didn't know how long it was going to go on for. And now I think everyone's just mm. just biding their time mm. because, um, because obviously it's the most, it's the most socially undistanced mm. type of thing having, you know, events with people dancing together. Um, so yeah, man, I'm just, yeah, I've just came come to peace with the fact that I'm not working and I'm dadding mm. and, um, and you don't need to worry about that anyway. Cause podcast business is so lucrative. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, yeah, the yeah. Dilma T endorsement uh, came through last week and uh, I just bought a yacht. 
I want my uh, boys, you know, I'm competitive too. I don't, like, I'm the, I'm the same as you. I want my boys to just be comfortable mm. in themselves. Mm. That's number one. I want them to be confident, comfortable being whatever they want to be. And empathetic. That's also quite important. For sure. And, uh, and yeah, just love themselves as much as possible. But, yeah, I would love for them to, like, go pro sports. <laughs> <laughs> You're not far off. I mean, yeah, that'd be... Uh, be freaking awesome i'd be definitely living vicariously through them as someone who wanted to be pro sports at one time how would qua respond if you ran in basic drills i think he would enjoy it as long as it wasn't too difficult because you just want to nail that that fine line between challenge and difficulty hey mm. but i think he'd be up to it souls souls funny sometimes you can't tell him anything like he just doesn't want to hear it he has to do it his way he has to figure it out in his way um yeah i've tried definitely tried to show soul certain things, how to do something. Uh, even in music things like playing the keyboard, oh, what about try this? Or um, how to use the drum machine. Or oh, you can make a beat doing it this way and we hit record and he's like, no, 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 no. I just want to, I just want to do my thing. And uh, yeah, I, I can understand that, I guess as well. But yeah, it'd be cool if they just went, if that's what they wanted to do and they just went hard at it. I think, sorry, don't mean to make it about me. Um, make it about you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think my, a big part of my journey of being a dad is like, I'm a control freak and how to not be a control freak with my parenting. Hmm. Um, and they're a mirror back to you. So t- early in my journey of fatherhood when i could see wolfie starting to be a control freak i was like duh why is he doing that it's like no shit because that's how i've kind of been raising him um so over the past year or so i've been actively just trying to be the opposite of that and it's been really nice to slowly see the rewards Mm. like because it's 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 a bit of a head fuck because it's kind of like I don't want to be a control freak, but that means Wolfie's going to be controlling the situation. But it hasn't been as simple as that. What I've noticed is since I've been like giving options and asking questions and not leading the way that Wolfie started doing that with his play going, would you like to do this, this or this, which has just been so nice mm. to kind of see where I was like, okay, cool. I haven't turned him into like another mini fascist rider. <laughs> um, he's, he's, um, yeah, he's, he's seeing the signals and taking them on and, yeah, that's been challenging, but but pretty cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I remember I had a period where I I was always dad, but I found it hard to be the father. So I was the play happy, but when it came to enforcing, it was more difficult. And I had like putting my foot down, you know, being saying no and like yeah, re- really putting the foot down in situations was something I had to work on. I feel like that's more powerful because you haven't desensitized that side of your parenting. So the times that you are pissed off and you do put a, put a boundary up or go, Hey boys, this isn't on. I feel like that they'll respond to that better yep. because as opposed to me, who's like kind of <laughs> telling them rules all the time, mm. um, <clears throat> which maybe they're desensitized to, or they, they gotcha. know that I don't always keep my word when I'm like, well, if you do this, you're not going to get any fruit. Oh, that's a huge sweets. one, isn't it? Um, so maybe for you, um, that's kind of cool that you don't step into it all the time. And when you do, the boys are like, okay, well, dad means business. They really notice it. Yeah. That's a huge one following through, isn't it? When you say you're going to do something, that is everything. And I've, and I've definitely stuffed up on that a few times mm. and then remembered like Qua, Qua will do something that we've asked him not to do repeatedly. And uh, so you're going to have to go and sit in the garage mm. in here in the <laughs> podcast studio I mean, um, in the dark for a few moments until you can uh, to listen. Mm. And then there's times where I haven't followed through and done that. It's the hardest. It's so hard because it breaks your heart because mm. you're like, oh, they're crying. And yeah. I just want to like hug you. And, yeah. Um, yeah. But- totally. Yeah, he'll start bawling as we get closer to the garage. So no, I'm going to be you gonna by myself. You're like, oh, come on, dude. I'm trying to discipline you here. Not discipline. Just, you know, be, yeah, fuck, keep my word. It's important. Yeah, mm. I think it's very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I had a cool moment yesterday where I was just very calmly telling them that's okay. the way something is. And that's I feel okay. like that's powerful, hey? Yeah. Because the more, the more riled you get, the more they're willing, the more likely they're going to get go off their yeah. emotional. You yeah. Know. And it's just, it's so logical sometimes that style of parenting where it's like, don't be angry. You can't be angry. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're able to... <laughs> Stupid. But yeah. if you're able to, yeah, stay mm. calm and measured, um, yeah. that's really good. Totally. It comes back to what you do rather than what you say. Because mm. then the way you're saying it is, yeah, more important than what you're saying almost. But that, 
Oh, I got bubble mouth. That almost sounded so shaggy. I didn't know you brought your pet frog today. Kermit. I thought it was more like Shaggy, but whatever. Shaggy? Yeah, Shaggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Lover, Lover. Mr. Lover, Lover. It's so easy to talk about it now and go, yeah, just stay calm and like, yeah, when when they're doing the wrong thing, but... Yeah. That's the other thing, yeah, when you kind of prepare yourself and you're like, okay, uh, this is what I'll do in that situation. But yeah. as soon as that amygdala gets a bit hijacked, mm. it's, it's hard to kind of yeah, regulate. Absolutely. And if you're not in a peaceful place as it is. I just realized we could start talking about music tastes for our boys and stuff. But we, should we save all that for Ep 2 and save, leave this? Yeah, save it for another time. Another redo, yeah, because we've got a chunky amount of time here. All right, I'm just going to go through the last couple of questions. Yeah. Um, I feel really weird about this because I've been such a fascist with you about like, don't, ha- never let an episode be over. What is this accent? Okay, I can only do kind of like camp German accents. I can't do, I can't do very angry, but I can do kind of, um, I was like, an episode of a podcast should never go for over 30 minutes. Um, and we've been talking shit for like 17 hours. I, I feel like that's the way it goes. There's no way I'm getting this down to 30 minutes. Mm, okay. But that's all right. Yeah. I'm glad that yeah, you your get way. rid of get rid of the like the dick vacuum bit. Um, Philip staying. <laughs> what about the awkward silence? All the meth stuff. <laughs> the like you for ten minutes, just like breathing out of your mouth, um, staring vacantly at my yeah, phone in a yeah. in a caffeine freaking yeah. Hole. You're coming down off your coffee. a sea hole. Um, all the cool. meth references. That's like we got to leave all that in. Yeah, it's 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 you. Isn't, yeah, it's you. And that's what we're here for today. You. Yeah. What would you give as one piece of advice to a dad listening right now? <sighs> that's so, that's so, um, it's so out there, isn't it? No, no, it's just so big. It's huge, man. And there's so many bits of advice. Um, yeah. but you know, that, um, there was a dude helping me do this podcast and he said, oh yeah, you should have at the end of each episode, you have leave a nugget of advice for dads. Um, uh, Ooh, drop my, yeah, good whoa. catch, you are coordinated. I am, that's um, Okay, say. piece of advice. Um, <clears throat> look, there's so much information out there and try to like make like a, a Frankenstein version of your parenting, taking little bits and pieces of everything to create your own kind of monster or version of parenting. But my biggest one is just to like learn from your mistakes. Like let mm. let the kids be a mirror to your bullshit and your flaws and let that motivate you to be better. Don't like don't be hypocritical. Don't be ignorant. You're not going to be, there's no such thing as a perfect parent. Like even for you, Will, like, and me, people say, oh, you're the best dad ever. Mm. And it's like, we're not posting the dark times on our Insta stories. Totally. Um, So just to like, yeah, forgive yourself. And when you do have a shit day um, and you're not the best dad that you can be or the best partner or the best human to just motivate yourself the next day to be a little bit better. I think that's the, that's the big one. And just talk, talk about all this stuff. Like it's so nice talking to you, like talk shit, but then also be able to talk about feelings and hearts and mm. all that stuff. So yeah. yeah, talk. Love that, man. Talk. What would you, speaking of talking, what would you say to your dad if he was sitting here right now? Oh, we're <laughs> having, spoke, having spoken about parenting and fathering, so in that context, is there anything you would like to say to him? I just think it's cool. My old man parented very differently from his old man. And I think it's really cool when guys can do that, where guys can either go, I love that this is how my dad parented me and I'm going to take a bit of that. I didn't like this thing about that. So I just think it's super cool, dad, that you didn't receive as much love from your dad as you gave to me. Um, I think that's just incredible. Um, so I love when someone can, yeah, redefine the way that they were parented. Mm. Um, and for me, um, I take a lot of my style from my old man because he's just like the best player. He's so fun to play with and he's creative and he's weird and makes up all these weird songs and um, he's just yeah, a bit of a loose unit. But it just blows my mind that yeah, he could have easily parented me the way that he his dad parented, which was a lot more firmer and not spending as much time and that kind of thing. Yep. So, yeah, that's also another probably another tip of advice you can parent similar or differently to how you were and that's okay yeah yeah that's really cool you're um you're changing the course of history Mm. by you know being objective about the way you were parented and Mm. picking and choosing from it rather than sort of i guess unconsciously following a pattern Mm. 
which may be good as well, but yeah, but just to be aware of it, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah evolution yeah. and yeah, we've got to, we have to do something differently with how we're raising our boys. Like yeah. we have to, mm. like the ABS, let's, let's, let's talk real shit. Let's the talk. ABS just yesterday put out that the male suicide rate's gone up from six to seven. Um, and I think it's all to do with the way that we're raising boys. Mm. Um, so we need to, yeah, allow boys to not live inside a box and we need to encourage them to express emotion and talk and have dialogue and practice, practice talking, not just physical exertion. So, yeah, I think that's important. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Ryder, thanks for coming in today and talking. <laughs> yes, let's end on suicide. Yes. Perfect. No, that's perfect, actually. Yeah. But it's important to talk about that stuff. It is important. I. Yeah, man. I just had someone, I, I didn't know him very well, but, you know, saw online a suicide the other day. Mm. And um, it's real. Yeah, it's real shit. And I was just going to say, um, what was I doing? I was thanking you for coming in. Mm. Yeah, and just following on from your work. Is, I think it's freaking amazing, invaluable work that you do. Really admire and respect you for that and think it's just the coolest shit. And your dad sounds like a legend. And uh, yeah, what up, Victor? <laughs> Would Victor listen to this? Once you posted him. Yeah, yeah. I haven't spoken ill of him. Um, no. We had a bit of a blue last week. We'll save that for another time. But um, yeah, this has been the longest I haven't probably... I've let the, the blue kind of chill out a little bit. Just we need a bit of space. Yeah, um, yeah. The blue? Oh, yeah, because well, you had a fight. Yeah, yeah. we had a yeah, mm. big, big confrontation. Mm. Um, uh, so yeah, this has been the longest I haven't spoken to him. But um, I'll let a week settle. Mm. Um, like let it be a week and then um, reconnect. I um because you guys are so loving I want to see what a fight looks like between oh, the two of you and the, and the comeback and the coming back together it was awful it was another time of like arguing like fighting with my parents in front of my boys which I always yeah. regret I was like oh I don't want them to see that but um yeah I'll, I'll, we can talk about that offline <laughs> yeah 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 do you think it'll be a juicy reuniting? Will it be a loving over? Oh, we fine. We've already sent texts that we love, like that we love each other. Awesome. Like mum sent that to me and dad and that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I just need a bit of space from them. Yeah, fair. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of You've got to have ended it before that. End on suicide, dude. <laughs> the end. Goodbye. Um, Zephyr does this like, um, we do like scary stories. It's like once upon a time, Wolfie and Zephyr saw a monster. The end. Um, <laughs> anyway, they're not really scary, but Zephyr, who's just starting to talk, is like, one upon a time, Wolfie, Zephyr. Oh. <laughs> the end. Um, and it's the cutest shit ever. It kind of sounded like some old martial arts kung fu, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan shit. Well, end. he's not enunciating yet. So, yeah, 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 he's not like closing words off punchy, but I just like things finishing either with, yeah, the end. Or um, yeah. thanks. Yeah, thanks. You're the thanks man. Yeah, you like when I say, yeah, I, I like doing thanks is out of context. It really unsettles you when I do that. Hey, writer, thanks. That was nice. That was in context, but yeah, cheers. Love you, man. I'm going to hit pause, pause now. Yeah, well, I'm going to hit stop. Okay, bye. It's going to be a weird edit, dude. <laughs> Real weird.